through the city like Brennan Shop. I'm on a mission to get it all. Ride through the city like Brennan Shop. If you ain't thick, please don't get involved. And now, Brandon Thick Boy Shop. What is poppin' Monday morning? Bana 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 That's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. There's if you're not caught up on uh The Last of Us, there's a great Mortal Kombat reference in there. Did you watch last night's episode? A lot of people were complaining, oh it's boring. Oh my god. Sorry there's not monsters every episode. It was the same people like, ah, I need more Marvel movies. The whale sucked. Where's the superheroes? It's like, God damn it. What's wrong with society? The whale's good, man. The whale's good. Um, what's poppin', fam? It is Monday morning, February 27th. Man, February's flying fast, huh? Yeah, this year's flying fast. <clears throat> it is, isn't mm-hmm. it? This yeah, year's- it's already almost March. It's basically March. Especially March, Jen. It's my birthday month. Mm-hmm. And yours. Same day? Yeah. Wow, look at us, dude. How old are you same be? day? I'm going to be 38. 38? Dude, I'll be big 40. 40's yeah. the new 20, though. 40's the new 20. Yeah. I'm so young. <laughs> so young, dude. It's like that Will Burkhart, who's always, he, he was with me in, uh, he was with, with me in Bakersfield, and he's with us at the Ice House. The Ice House just reopened. They've been open six days when I played there. Uh, they're back with vengeance. Burkhart, he's with me. So funny, dude. But I think he, I don't know, he's like 24. <coughs> Posted a picture. I took a picture. And I'm like, dude, look, just two young bucks trying to make it in this game. Look, at we're so young. I just text him like, every time I text him, like, dude, we're so young. This is crazy, dude. He doesn't really play the game. He's like, yeah, dude, we're so young. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm 40, right? <laughs> yeah, he's so young. He looks he's crushing them. It's so fucking funny. Really, really good dude. Uh, I think he's with me in Brea too. Yeah, he's crushing it. Really good dude. I'm in Brea this Friday, Friday, March 3rd, Brea, California. The Brea Improv, March 3rd. Two shows, one night only. Um, be me and some special guest. And the reason why I had to cancel the other shows is because Saturday, March 4th, you think I would want to be anywhere else besides Thick Boy Studios doing a Calabasas fight campaign for John Jones' return? I had to. It's rare I cancel dates. I never do. I, I had to. It's John Jones. It's the GOAT. The best to ever do it is back at heavyweight. It's going down this Saturday. I just had to reschedule those two shows in Brea. Your boy had to do it. Brea, sorry. You guys, if you want tickets, see me Friday night. But Saturday, I had to do what I was born to do. And that's talk trash with my friends and watch and drink whiskey with nicotine in my mouth. With Chen, Casey, and George, and so a few special guests. We have a great lineup for the companion. Now, back-to-back companions, a lot of work for your boy. Yesterday's was four hours. Four hours. Oh, Thank yeah. God for the talent on the show. Four hours for Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, which we'll get into. But uh, hold that note, because this Saturday, we have another special Calabas fight campaign for UFC 285, John Jones, Cyril Gaon. You got the one, the only, the biggest man, no pun necessary there, the biggest man in country music, period. It is Jelly Roll. Yeah. Jelly Roll is in studio. And then you also have the great... 
the freaking MVP of Fight Companions, Rampage Jackson. Then we got a very special guest. He's flew all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. He's on a popular podcast called Bussin' with the Boys. And he is blowing up right now. I think he's a free agent as far as the NFL goes. He played for the Raiders, Washington, the Titans. He's bouncing all over, but he's my brother from a more athletic mother. It is Will Compton from Bussin' with the Boys. So that is your lineup. Rampage Jackson, Jelly Roll, and Will Compton. That's going to be a fun one. For John Jones' return, son? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Busting with the boys. Busting nuts in our pants, right? Hell yeah. So um, let's get right into the fights, man. Ooh. So you had the companion. Uh, fight companion. You can watch it right now. It's available right now on Thick Boy YouTube. Uh, Top Fury, Jake Paul. Man, this is what's wrong with boxing. The timing and the production is so slow and it's so unorganized. The commentating was awful. That's why you guys tuned into us. But just everything was so slow, so delayed. It was just not well done. I think the overall from top to bottom was over five hours, which is just too long for anything. For anything. I mean, the Super Bowl is not that goddamn long. The Super Bowl. The World Cup's not that long. But Jake, Paul, Tommy Fury, you make people wait five hours. So, you know, it is what it is. Next time we do one of these, especially when it comes to boxing, we'll probably start when they say, you know, main card starts, let's say, for example, 7 p.m. We probably won't start till 8.30 now. Do at least a 90-minute delay because boxing just doesn't have their shit together. How they haven't took any lessons from how the UFC production does it is insane. Like, that's why the UFC overtook everything, because they, they're a well-oiled machine. You know how things are going to go, man. It's boom, boom, boom. Like clockwork. These guys, and they go into Jake Paul's locker room, he's still putting on his freaking walkout gear, you know? But So let's get to the fight. I predicted last week, if you watch the show, Jake Paul under four rounds. Um, listen, whenever you're predicting uh, two young bucks, like a Tommy Fury who has eight fights, Jake Paul who has seven fights now, I guess Tommy has nine and Jake has seven now, you can't really guarantee anything. I would, It'd be tough to bet on this fight. So I think you saw Drake put like 700 grand on Jake Paul. Obviously, that's just a promotional thing. But if you were going to – he didn't, definitely didn't do that. That's all fake. Figured out, everybody. Um, but if you were going to – these things are tough to bet on because – Tommy Fury and Jake Paul, we don't know the evolution of their game, where they're going to be at. They're advancing so fast, and they're learning so fast on the fly, and they're working their tails off. So it's hard to predict a fight, right? It's hard to predict a fight of that caliber because it's not a Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, these guys who include their amateur careers, they have over 100 fights. Or, you know, it's not a, a John Jones, Alexander Gustafson, something like that, or a, uh, or a Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, who have extensive amateur backgrounds. And, you know, in the pros, we've seen them fight over 20 times. You're talking about these guys who – their first fights, they're, they're not fighting the best caliber fighters. So obviously there's huge holes in their games, but you don't know how much they're training, how much they're going to advance. And by any degree of, uh, if you're a trained boxing eye and you watch Tommy Fury's previous fights, it would be hard to predict that Tommy Fury, even though he's a, a, a the first boxer Jake Paul fought, it'd be hard to predict that Tommy Fury was going to fight to that caliber. It'd be hard to predict that he was that talented, that well-rounded, and could actually dismantle Jake Paul based off his previous fights. His last fight, he looked, you know, in Ryan Garcia said himself, you know, and Ryan was, so, to me, the MVP of the companion. Yeah. I mean, he's a young kid. It's the first time doing companion. It's four hours. 
he didn't even eat. He was intermittent fasting. I thought he was going to pass out. He was great. His knowledge, obviously, he's a monster when it comes to boxing. Just he fit right in. wasn't trying to you know step on people's jokes and didn't interrupt and just brilliant boxing mind. Just a good solid kid, man. Such a good person. Shout to Ryan Garcia, who has a huge fight coming up against Tank Davis. But you know, as he was saying, you know, looking at Tommy's last fight and even the fight previous to that. Man, you were like, oh, man, this is going to be a nightmare for Tommy Fury. And he, he just didn't show the improvement that Jake did from fight to fight. So what are you going to do? You know, you got two young bucks going in there. And going into the fight, Howie and I both said on companion, like, loser gets it, gets their pink slip. Loser's out. Loser has to leave boxing. If Tommy knocked out Jake, Jake has to leave. If Jake knocks out Tommy, J- Tommy has to leave. That's not the case here. I think uh, I would like to see a rematch. Uh, I agree with the scorecards. Um, you know, I, and I'm biased for sure. I don't know Tommy any facet. His brother's my favorite fighter in any combat sport. I absolutely love Tyson Fury, but I'm not biased when it comes to you know the family. I don't you know it's whatever. But his, I love his brother. Um, for Jake, Jake is a buddy. Do know Jake and Logan, so completely biased there, one hundred percent. And I think Jake trains his ass off. I get why he gets the hate, and but you know, also it's a, a little too much. But I, that being said, take my biased opinion out of this. And I was even that drunk. Like looking at, it, I was like, you might give Jake two rounds. Looking back on it, when he had that knockdown, that was for sure his round. Outside that, you might be able to find him another. Maybe being generous, you give him three, you know? They took a point from him, took a point from uh, Tommy, too. That ref should never work a major <laughs> yeah, boxing dude. fight again. Hey, ref, it ain't about you. <clears throat> that ref, you know, after the fight, was like, make sure you like, subscribe to my page. You're like, what the hell is going on here? He's like, make sure you get that skinny T, y'all, promo code, dumbest ref in the game. Let's take a little break from all this chat of the GOAT. John Jones coming back. Brea, see you this Friday. Two shows, one night in Brea, California. That's Brea Improv this freaking Friday, March 3rd. And I'm in Oklahoma City, March 9th through the 11th. Tacoma, Washington, March 23rd through the 25th. Get your tickets at thickboy.com. This episode of The Shop Show is brought to you by my friends at DraftKings. After three years away from the octagon, the pound-for-pound goat John Jones Bones is back. UFC 285 is here. And get in on his title bout against Cyril Gaon and all the action on the fight card with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. New customers can bet just $5 on a pre-fight money line and get $150 in bonus bets if your fighter wins. All DraftKings customers can join the excitement in the octagon with DraftKings same-game parlays. Combine multiple UFC 285 bets into one for a shot at even bigger payout. Listen, man, there's some fun favorites on here. I would bet all my money on Bo Nickel to get the job done via a finish. Your fight of the night's Gamrot. Jalen Turner might want to stay away from that one. Uh, Shevchenko, Alexa Grasso. I think Shevchenko has something to prove. She's also a favorite. But you could parlay John Jones, Shevchenko, uh, Shavkat, and Bo Nickel and make some bank, bro. Do it. Download the app. Use code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-B SHOW. New customers can bet just $5 on a pre-fight money line and get $150 in bonus bets if your fighter wins. This Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-B SHOW. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. DraftKings. Get your draft on. 
Listen up here, fellers and ladies. I only recommend products that I actually use on a daily basis, whether it's on its supplements, whatever it is. DraftKings, I only bet with DraftKings, and I only use Happy Hippo Kratom because the only Kratom I actually will only use. I use their concentrated shots. Took one before I did this show. This is the sour apple. I like the butterscotch right now. Butterscotch-ish, right? Right? They're trying their best. Sour apple is pretty tasty. The I think it's blue raspberry one's fantastic. But if you want Kratom that can actually trust what's in the actual bottle and however you want to get it. I use the concentrated shots. But they have gummies. They have powders. They got it all, man. Listen, if you got a busy schedule, you need to get stuff done. You need to get focused. You need to be the optimal version of yourself. Let Kratom help you get there. All right? All right? You get nice and warm. It's balanced. You get a good mood feeling. It's fantastic. My favorites, like I told you, this is the sour apple concentrated shot. I like the butterscotch as well. Try whatever you want. However you want to get your Kratom, do it with Happy Hippo. Their Kratom is a hidden gem. It's my limitless pill. Go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23. THICK with three C's. T-H-I-C-C-C-2-3. Promo code is THICK23. Use that as many times as you want. Share it with your friends, your aunt, your uncle, your MySpace friends, whoever you want to use it, use it. THICK23, 20% off. HappyHippo.com. Best creator on the planet. Let's get back to the program. Um, Yeah, so this is MMA fighting. Uh-huh. They know fighting. Um, Round one, 10-9 Fury. Agree. Round two, 10-9 Paul. Okay, let's give him that one. I disagree, but let's give him that one. Mm-hmm. Round three, 10-9 Paul. Interesting. Round four, 10-9 Fury. Round uh, six, 10-8 Fury. Um, round nine. No, so that's, uh, round six is 9-9 nine, nine, overall, 57-55 Fury. Then round seven is 10-9 Fury overall, 67-64 Fury. Then round eight, 10 eight, 10, eight Paul. Paul. Yeah, you can see that. Yep. And then uh, and then the official split. decision was 74, 75, 76, 73, 76, 73. Yeah, I agree. 76, 73 is fine. Um, let's see. Fury talks about how hard it was dealing with all the injuries, adversity. Um, I thought it was cute. He dedicated to his uh, daughter, Bambi. Bambi. The more the more I sit with Bambi, I'm liking it. The more I sit this little this little British Bambi with her daddy's blue eyes, that's gonna be a cute fucking kid. Mm-hmm. And their mom's a dime piece. Shout out to them, man. Uh, I I have actually so much more respect for Tommy Fury. Remember, I was introduced to him. I'm sure a lot of the way the fan base was introduced to Jake Paul. Like the first time you you're introduced to him, that's how you know them. So for Tommy Fury, that's the guy from Love Island. That's the handsome bastard with shoulders for days. And that freaking bronze skin that just won't quit, daddy. <laughs> and the blue eyes with the dime piece girl, that's how I know. You know, that's just that's how I was first introduced to him. And they said he boxed. I was like, I looked him up. I was like, at the time, he was like three and oh, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's not a real box. Mm-hmm. That's just a fine ass dude with a big old wiener, right? And <laughs> then and then with Jake Paul, a lot of people, I would assume like, oh, that's the YouTuber. That's the Disney kid. You know, so that's why people can't get over it. Like, oh, he has a beard and all these tattoos now. We're supposed to take him serious. So that's where, you know, people, they, they have those narratives and they just can't fathom. Oh, my God, people change and want to do different things. I thought he was going to stay at Disney. You can't have a beard at Disney, dude. That's Come on, Casey can't work there. He got fired. He has a beard. <laughs> I could work there. They're like, yeah, your beard's shit. You can work here, dude. Um so Tyson, what he says, uh, or uh, Tommy says, I had a vision I would win this fight and no one believed me. 
Uh, he says that the diarrhea championship belt he has over his shoulder was like fighting for a world title. That's how you say it. I don't know. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you. Ask about Paul's rematch clause. He says he's open to it. That's what Paul wants. He, he, here's my thing with that. So I do think Tommy won the fight. What else are they going to do? Like, if you think about the trajectory of their careers, it's like, remember, that although their fame outweighs their talent and their demand, you know, if you're Tommy, he at the end of the day, he only has eight fights. Then he did win a decision over Jake Paul, who's been fighting for three years. So he goes, he goes. I think I proved I'm. I deserve to be a main event. I, I can hang in the main event spot now. I can deal with the pressure. It's like, sure, sure. But you're not, you're not going to go fight the big boys. Like that's not in his future. He's years and years and years away from that. And also, I think with his fame and family. It's probably not his path. Um, so I think these two need each other. A rematch is exactly what they should do. Mm-hmm. And then if Jake were to win, then you get a trilogy. I think it would sell pretty decently too. I think I think both, whether you're a Jake Paul fan or Tommy Fury fan, you both walked away like, oh, I like both of them. Like that's how I walked. And I, I didn't dislike Tommy. I just didn't think his boxing was as good as he showed on uh, Sunday uh, morning at 11 a.m. here in California. But – he surprised me, man. He looked good. Great game plan. The uppercut was there all day. Um, you know, so I think these two need each other because when you look at the landscape, especially in boxing, don't forget it. This is don't. They're in the boxing lane, but they're they're in the fast lane. While boxing's here, like you know, at Ryan Garcia, and he's fighting Javante Tank Davis. Like that's a high level. That's real fucking boxing, man. I'm not saying they're not boxers and they're not. They shouldn't get respect, but they're on the same path as a Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, Earl Spence, you know, t- uh, Terrence Crawford, Canelo, uh, Tyson Fury, you know, Usyk. Like it's, it's it's just different, right? But there's clearly a lane there. But they need each other. Um, but mixed into that fast lane that they're in, you I could see you know a, a Nate Diaz, Tommy Fury would be cool. Um, Logan Paul's out there if he wants to you know kind of. Be the big brother, redeem himself, you know, and redeem the family. I could see that narrative working. I could see a rematch with Jake, and if Jake were to lose that one, then Logan comes in, and they have that narrative. And here's the thing. Everybody's making money. Tommy's making all the money supporting his family because they they do have to be careful, and um, I'm kind of a victim of it too. As fast as Jake was improving, right, I think we finally saw the reality of where he's at even though he says he has injuries, felt sick, sure. I think we saw the reality is that he is, only does have seven fights. So this narrative that, you know, he did beat Anderson. Anderson's older and he looked phenomenal that night. You know, if Jake, now how, how now how would you pick Jake versus Nate after seeing that, Chin? I would probably pick Nate. Yeah, well, that performance. He did look a little off, though. He did. Uh, he, yeah, yeah. he looked tired in the first round. Yeah. He, he His mental didn't seem there. He didn't look on at any point the right hand was very loopy there was no feints his biggest reason why he won that uh anderson fight was his feints and the dirty box inside this he was grabbing a lot it it, you know it just it looked like he had seven fights where when he only had six fights he looked like he had 20 fights so it's it's tough to to bet on these things it's tough to predict these things um you know so i think for for jake you know the nate fight is still there I think Nate would give him a world of trouble now. Um, the Connor fight, maybe down the road. I think those things are still there for these guys. Um, I, you know, 
I don't think it's going to hurt his next fight if he were to fight a Tommy or a Nate. You know, I think a lot of people are going to tune in and see him lose now that he's lost. And maybe there's a little pressure off him, too, where, he, you know, he felt like he had to keep winning. I think he's going to realize that, all right, you lost a decision. Maybe you thought you won, whatever. Um, you'll be okay, man. It's the fight game. People take losses. You'll be okay if he wants to. Now, now to me, we'll see. You know, Jake, who has all the money in the world, makes all the money in the world off YouTube and his Instagram and his network. He has like a, a sports network now and his own TV show and his merch. Kids crushing him. Mm -hmm. Now we see how bad he wants to be a boxer. Trust me, fighting is the best sport in the world when you're knocking dudes out, you're undefeated, and everyone's like, yo, you're the best, man. This is folk. It's the best sport in the world. When you lose, it's the worst. And at least you didn't get knocked out because that's a different type of loss. But he losing this and obviously he's getting a ton of shit online. Now we're going to see how bad Jake wants it. Now your career actually begins. Because when you're knocking dudes out and winning, sure, anybody can do that. But a real fighter gets knocked down, and it's how you, like you said, define me off my losses, not my wins. So, you know, for a guy to lose and, and you're facing a little adversity and maybe, you know, you're thinking about your training camp, you're thinking about how, how far you have to go, let's see what he does. See if he, you know, picks up his boots, laces them on, and hits the road, you know? If I'm him, I'm posting a video today of me training. That's what I do. I got this is how bad I want it. Hopefully Tommy gives me the rematch. If not, Nate, what's up? You know? Mm -hmm. The story of Logan's out there. But they're all in the same world. Logan, Nate, Connor, which is a little bit of a stretch. He's under contract the UFC. But all those guys are kind of under this same umbrella in that fast lane boxing entertainment lane where they all need each other. No, hey Tommy, don't get crazy and try jumping out of the lane and fighting. You know, a big name. Don't be cool. Be cool. Jump in the lane. Make all the money. Right? Where we all got a, under ten fights. It's a ten fight club, right? Ten fight club. Ten fight club. Millionaire club, though. Stay in the lane. Don't get all froggy and try to jump out of the lane. Be cool, man. We we all need each other. You know. So um, it was entertaining, though. The rest of the card was, was whatever. You know, it's a bunch of people you never heard of besides Badu Jack. That's the problem with boxing. It is what it is. It is what it is. But um, this weekend, you're you're going to get a fight. You're going to get a great card. It's worth every freaking dime. And I don't know what the UFC is charging these days. But, um, you know, you have John Jones returning, what, after a two-year layoff? I think it was three, Almost right? three? Yeah, I think it was three. So you have a three-year layoff, and he's returned to heavyweight. Now, if it was anybody else with a three-year layoff fighting a Cyril Gaon and his athletic ability, and he's been uh, you know, active and relevant, I'd say, what are they doing? How are you not going to give a guy a warm-up? Well, when you're considered the greatest of all time by most you know, people, and also the president of the UFC calls him the greatest of all time, there's no warm-ups. I, I would have liked to see him get a warm-up, see how he did at heavyweight, you know, see how he moves at heavyweight, see how his cardio is. You know, like a tie to a Vasa would have been fun for him. Even a Stipe would have been good for him. Now, I'm not saying those guys, or even a Derek Lewis type of guy, those would bring great. So many. There's so, there, there's so yeah. many names where I, I think they could toss them just so we could see them out and then go for a title shot. The UFC's like, nah, man, Francis is out. We need to figure this, you know, this whole thing out. Who knows how many fights you have left. You're fighting out of all the guys. You, it's the worst matchup possible for you. Now, worst matchup possible because stylistically, He's a better striker, tech, you know, technically, with his kickboxing background, he's a better striker. He's also more athletic than John. That being said, also stylistically, he's the weakest grappler in the top 10 by far. Like, you look at his entire resume, 
especially his last, eh, no, he hasn't fought one grappler. The best grappler that he's fought, this is me insane, this, these are the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> the best grappler that he's fought is a man named Francis Ngannou. And Francis had one leg and took him down multiple times and controlled him. Ooh. What do you think John's going to do to him, fam? And listen, I, I, I'm a Cyril Gunn fan. I, he's amazing to watch. If, uh, I do think if John didn't go to heavyweight, he'd be your champ for quite some time until um, I think my boy uh, from England comes back, Aspinall. Oh, Tom Aspinall. I, I think Tom's going to be your champ eventually. Even if John's running there, John needs to be careful because depending on how many fights John has, Tom's going to come back, he'll get one fight, and then it's a title shot. He has the athletic ability and the grappling and the power to give John some fritz. But he's let, take him out of the equation right now. The worst matchup possible for him is Cyril Gaon because of his movement, his athletic ability. He doesn't move like a heavyweight. And for your first fight at heavyweight, you're fighting a heavyweight that moves like a middleweight. So if you are a betting man, that's what you would bet on, that John can't get him down. He's too athletic. He's too strong. John's not strong enough at heavyweight. Then you're also banking on the version of John that we saw three years ago, where if you look at John's resume, you know, he's beat the who's who. There's a reason why he's the best to ever do it. His level of difficulties by far trumps anybody's resume in the pound for pound list. But if you are banking on Cyril Gunn win this fight, you're looking at John's record. All right, Dominic Reyes, I thought he lost that fight. I don't, you know, there's, I'll have a conversation with anybody. You know, nobody got robbed, but most of the fan base think Dominic Reyes won that fight. Mm -hmm. Diago Santos split decision. Some people thought he lost that yep. fight. The Anthony Smith fight. Then, you know, Alexander Gustin did work on the DC, was uh, overturned uh, by the uh, California State Athletic Commission. He beat uh, OSP. That was a rough fight for him. Um, then Daniel Cormier was a great one. Glover Texier, a great one. Alexander, Alexander Gustin, the first time uh, UFC 165. Sorry, John, I stole the limelight on that one because I choked out Matt Mitrione. and <laughs> everyone's talking about me and not you, but whatever. Um, and then, you know, Ch Chael Sonnen, Vitor Belfort, Rashad Evans, Little Machida, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Shogun Rua. Again, I stole the limelight from John because I knocked out Crow Cop. That was UFC 128. John, I apologize. Before that was Ryan Bader, then Vladimir Matashenko, Brandon Vera beat the brakes off Matt Hamill. Again, stole the limelight there because I got knocked out by Roy <laughs> Nelson. So I'm apologizing. It's just a reoccurring theme, right? I keep stealing the limelight from the greatest to ever do it. And here we are. I'm talking. He's fighting this weekend, so he still wins. But when you look at John's resume, uh, it's the, the he, you know, he's the, the Alabama Crimson Tide of fighting. He He's in the SEC. All these other guys are in the Pac-12. So, you know, if you're banking on Cyril Gaon, you're banking on the version of John that showed up the last fight, which is in 2020, February 8th. Damn, yeah, it's, it'll be over three years by the time he jumps in there. So <clears throat> John's only 35. At heavyweight, that's not old. Um, you got to bank on, too, if you're a Cyril Gaon fan, that John is still in that mode of he's done enough. He's the greatest of all time. He hasn't been working that much. And there's going to be some ring rust, and Cyril Gaon's athletic ability is going to light him up on the feet. And this will be a kickboxing match. I am not in that line of thinking. I think John is going to take him down and do his thing and get him in that crucifix and elbow his French face like pate. That's what I think is going to happen. Whether it's in the first round, second round, or third round, it's going to happen. Fourth and fifth, I don't think Cyril Gaon makes it that long. So I'd say John gets a finish under three. 
I see John either ramming his face in a pate in the first three, or he gets him down. Saragon, who's not a natural grappler, gives John his back, going to stand up, and John chokes him out with a rear naked choke. But either way, John gets done via elbows, TKO, or submission rear, uh, rear naked choke. That's how I see it go down. Or standing like he did against Leo Machida. I think it's, you know, against the clinch. I think Saragon, even though he likes to stay on the outside and use his footwork and pick guys apart and he's fine with win decisions, Cyril Gan's grapple, like his grappling's not good. His Muay Thai and his inside work is good with his elbows. He likes to get close and use elbows. Well, Cyril Gan's definitely good, probably the best at heavyweight in that grappling distance and that striking in close counter kind of distance with elbows. But John's the best to ever do it inside, and he's very, very strong. I guarantee you Cyril Gan has not faced somebody as strong as John Jones. But he fought Francis Ngannou. I know. I think John Jones, as far as overall grappling, using his strength angles, John Jones the strongest to ever do it. I think he absolutely mops the floor with Cyril Gan. It's just how it is. That's how this goes down, you know? Let's take another little break here because, man, y'all ever ate like a THC gummy? You don't know what's in it or you've ate like a an edible and you're like, man, I am so high right now. It's not even fun. This isn't what I want to do here. And you don't know whether you, who you can trust, what you can do. Well, my friends, that mood got you covered, man. Whether you're new to cannabis or an old pro like some of those potheads out there, there's no denying that many of the products on the market seem a little iffy, a little sketchy at best. And when you want to relax, iffy is the last you want to feel. It's the last thing you want to think before you get a little buzz going. Mood puts an end to all the guessing games. It's 100% federally legal Delta 8 and Delta 9 THC. You can have shipped straight to your door. No doctors, no waiting, just affordable legal THC. It's good, man. You need to unwind. You got some anxiety or I like to use it just to wind down. Then the night helps me fall asleep. I don't wake up groggy or hungover. None of that stuff. All right. Mood offers federally legal forms of THC extracted from hemp plants. All of their products are regularly third-party tested in drug enforcement, agency-registered labs, sourced from small family farms grown organically. The experts at Mood have tested and tailored different strains for sp specific moods. What are you looking for? Energized? We gotcha. Creative? We gotcha. Focus? Say less. Other moods? Euphoric, erotic, sleepy, what your boy likes. Chill, social, Whatever you're looking for, they have a whole gamut of products to get you exactly where you need to get, all right? However you like to take THC, Mood has you covered. Great for both the beginners and the veterans out there. Great tasting gummies, which I prefer, classic flour, convenient pre-rolls, and so much more. Ready for a good time without the guesswork? Gotcha. Order your THC products from Mood today. That's M-O-O-D today. And for 20% 20, 20 off your first order and free gummies. What's up? Free gummies. Go to Hello Mood. That's H-E-L-L-O Mood, M-O-O-D.com. Use promo code SHOB, S-C-H-A-U-B, and you get 20% off your order and free gummies. That's Hello Mood.com. Promo code SHOB, 20% off for free gummies. Before we get back to the program, my long and faithful the longest brand i've ever been with because i stick by these guys because what they say they deliver i'm talking about on it and if you need the best nootropic on the freaking planet you can use alpha brain they've sold over a million bottles you've probably heard of it but have you heard of alpha brain black label the highly concentrated for the real go-getters out there it's gonna light your ass up and get your mind right at the same time. And if you don't like pills, say less. They have Alpha Brain Instant. 
Just boom, all right? Put in eight ounces of cold water, your boy, you're thinking like Elon Musk. Then if your alpha brain focus shot, boom, little shot, you're ready to go, man. Next thing you know, you're a computer programmer. You can't even spell. It's insane. Alpha brain. And they're so positive alpha brain's going to work. Don't need a return. No return necessary. They give you your money back. Keep the alpha brain. Give it to your buddy who's more appreciative. How dare you? It works. They got krill oil, joint oil. They got protein powders, creatine, glutamine, virotech, shroom tech. They got immune stuff for you. They got everything. Workout gear, streaming fitness. You can save 10% off alpha brain black, alpha brain instant, alpha brain shots, regular alpha brain. You can do all that. Just go to onit.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-U-B. You get 10% off the entire freaking site. What else are you going to use? Onit.com slash shop. You save 10% off everything on the site from training gear to streaming fitness to alpha brain, alpha brain black, kettlebells, primal bells, on-demand workouts, home fitness programs, club and steel maces, home fitness essentials like hard hydro core bags, Onit sandbags, yoga mats. They got it all. What are you doing? Onit.com slash shop. 10% off everything I just told you. Now let's get back to the program. But Tom Aspinall is a different animal. He's he's on the sidelines right now with his knee, which just blew out by a freak accident uh, with our boy there, Curtis Blades. So um, that's the real test for John. But yeah, overall, if you're a John Jones hater, you're banking on ring rust. You're banking on he does he did get hat, hit at light heavyweight a bunch of times, which you can't do at heavyweight. Um, and you're banking on not using his wrestling because he really hasn't used his wrestling at light heavyweight. Now. I'm under the assumption that John A didn't get up for those fights. Those guys did not excite him, especially after the resume of in the body of work that he's done. Uh, so he uh, didn't train as hard, wasn't into the fight, and as a re- result of that, you got those kind of half half ass fights. Now it could be completely off. And John, after three years, you get ring rust. He looks slow and gets lit the fuck up like a Christmas tree. Maybe, but I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is and take John Jones via. Uh, submission or TKO via elbows, ground and pound, uh, under three rounds. Great fucking fight. That's why I had to reschedule the shows and do a fight campaign for it. I can't wait, man. John's my favorite to watch. Love love the guy. Now, outside the octagon, inside that octagon, he's the best to ever do it. Outside might be the worst to ever do it, but inside, the best. The only one worse would be War Machine, and that's a far cry for worst. Yes. Tried to kill a girl. Yeah. <clears throat> um... And then the rest of the card's uh, tasty. It's worth your money. You got Shevchenko, uh, Alexa Grasso. That one's interesting because Shevchenko, a lot of people thought she lost her last fight. Uh, Grasso is a savage on the ground, has good boxing. Um, but I would predict Shevchenko does get it done. Um, you have Neil and uh, Shav- Shav- right. Shavkat, mm-hmm. right? Shavkat Rakhmanov. Shav- yeah. Shavkat Rakhmanov. <laughs> Rakhmanov. Rakhmanov, yeah. Um, uh, Shavkat is a savage. It's yeah. a tough fight for Neil. Very tough fight for Neil. But it's also a big step up for uh, Shav Dog here, Shav Cat. It's a big, I'm going to call him Shav Cat. It's a big step up for Shav Cat because he does have a win over my boy, uh, Neil. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just a, it's a different animal. Uh, this Neil is a different animal. He's a lot more explosive, a lot more dangerous. But uh, Shav Cat has world champion written all over him. Uh, Cat Daddy has, can get it done. Uh, Gamrot, Jalen Turner. Probably your fighter of the night, uh, in all honesty. I don't think any of those other fights are going to be a fighter of the night. Gamrot, Jalen Turner, phenomenal fight. Definitely deserves uh, its spot on the main card. And then the uh, Great White Hope, uh, one of my favorite fighters. And, uh, man, America is banking on this cat. Bo Nickel, no pressure, Bo. Uh, Jamie Pickett is fucked. Nothing against Jamie Pickett. 
I don't care who it is, unless you're in the top five, Bo Nickel's going to absolutely wrestle your dick off and submit you. That's how it goes. The kid is the truth. And then your main event for the prelims, you got Cody Garbrandt. I'll take it. Derek Brunson, uh, Duplices, sign me up. Mm-hmm. I actually think Derek Brunson wins that fight. Uh, Julian Marquez, great fighter. That's a fun one. Ian Gary's fighting. He could be your fight of the night easily. Yeah, Jessica Pena on there. But uh, whenever Ian Gary's fighting, that's always. I can't believe he's not at least in the ESPN prelims on ESPN Plus. He's on the UFC Fight Pass ESPN Plus prelims. But Ian Gary's a savage. Savage. Yeah, but uh, it's a great card overall. I have John Jones via TKO or submission, like I said, under three. I have Shevchenko. I'll take uh, Shav Cat, Cat Daddy. I'll take Gamrot and then Bo Nickel via however the fuck he wants. How about that? Suck my dick. What else you got, Chin? I have a question for you, too. What, dude? <laughs> uh, so This is the last. I can't remember. I'm fired up for this card. Dude, we're all, we were just talking. Me and Case talking earlier. Case said he had a boner for it. You guys jacked off? Well, he didn't jack off, but he has a bone. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, dude, we're super stoked. I'll do it right now. <laughs> no, thanks, dude. Feeling extra froggy piss on the sink. <laughs> nope. That ain't happening. <laughs> or shit in it like uh, uh, Howie. Like Howie, Howie said. It. Howie went up and was like, I shit in it. <laughs> Crazy. That was such a fun show, dude. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Not a bad gig, yeah. Hmm. Boys on a no. Sunday. Anyone mad you know, at the work on a Sunday? Fun. Yeah, yeah so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so I remember you said you trained with John Jones, and he would kind of like mess up heavyweight fighters, toy with us, right? I'll tell you names off air, but I mean, rank Hall of Famers and me, That's, whatever you want to place me in that category. I mean, dude, and he, it'd be Shark Tank, so it'd be John at cutting weight at light heavy. Mm-hmm. Doing God knows what the night before, and we'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna fuck this cat up." And we're all training, like warming up, and he'd be like, "Gloves," and no, then like shin guards. Like, all right, let's go. And they're like, "John, you're staying in there for five rounds. You guys are fresh." He's like, "Yeah, that's fine." And one kid was on clear cocaine, was like a Tasmanian devil doing spinning back fist non Destroyed him, <laughs> destroyed me, destroyed the other guy who was a world title fucking contender. Destroyed a guy who was a former world champion, like. Mop the floor with us. No issues. Zero. No, everyone's like, Same. I don't know what to do. I was like, I don't either. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> the best I've ever seen. Hands down. I've been around everybody. Never seen somebody like mm-hmm. John. Never. Yeah, so the question is, like a lot of people are saying, is that extra weight gain, does that take away from that stuff that he was able to do with you guys? Yeah, you know, it, like it's going to take away from that. his creativity, you know, and also – you know, he has the longest reach. He's tied for the longest reach ever in the UFC with Stefan Struve, seven foot. <laughs> and the UFC would make him fly coach on spared airlines. That's how fucked up it is. But uh, like across seas, like he'd be like, oh, you live in fucking Amsterdam? Why don't you fly to Vegas on spared airlines in coach all the way in the back? He's like, can I just have at least the plus room? I'll shut your tall mouth, giraffe, get on the goddamn plane. And he imagine. would. That's why he retired. His knees were killing him flying. <laughs> that's the reason. That's the, I mean, breaking news. Um, yeah, that's, that's what you got to wonder, you know, is, is put on that extra weight going to mm-hmm. slow him down. Cause also with that reach, he was able to get away with a lot. But if you notice John in his prime against Gustafin, uh, well, the second Gustafin, he absolutely mopped the floor with him. But the one that he, to be fair, he barely trained that's against the heard, first yeah. Gustafin. But anytime he fought of a, a guy of same stature and height, he struggled. Mm-hmm. He struggled. You know, Anthony Smith, taller. Uh, Thiago Santos, taller. Dominic Reyes, taller. 
the notes, he struggled with those guys. Uh, now, he did Merck, Gustafson in the rematch. Uh, DC, Merck, and that's a no contest, which now, this is what's crazy. And this, I think that uh, Bo Hightower uh, yeah, tweeted this. Yeah, that up there. Too. It's so interesting. Now, going based off USADA rules, John would, that would not be overturned. So it kind of validates John. Now, you can't say, you can't do that, right? Because then what about Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, and, you know, the, the weed stuff and all that, or certain guys that got busted, but now it's fine? You can't go back and. No, because at that time, yeah. that, it was illegal. At, those, at that exact time, it was illegal. Yeah. So the no contest is going to stand. But it does give those like me that argue that John's the greatest of all time. People go, well, yeah, but PDs. Yeah, but now he would be in the right. <laughs> I'm always going to disagree with that, though, because he still got popped for stuff that should not be in his system. So he did something, you know. Did he? <laughs> yeah, dude. Prove it. <laughs> Picograms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, he's definitely, yeah, we watch fights forever you know since you his won. body at work he's, there's nothing he's, like it uh, yeah probably the best fighter ever but there's, i mean that's I, I would love to hear it. I mean, the argument would be the only legit argument khabib doesn't work can do a long enough reign mm -hmm. john has more title defenses against at light heavyweight legit against the best of the yeah. best he has more title defenses than cyril Gan has fights so i think john's experience is really going to show here also cyril Gan's never fought a grappler Ever. Not, not only is he just fighting a grappler, he's fighting the best to ever do it. The smartest to ever do it. And if you think Cyril Gunn can last 25 minutes with that, I got some beachfront property to sell you in Nebraska. You feel me? You biting chin? I'm not <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but remember we talked about this before. I think the whole, th let's say, you know, we know John Jones' skill set, his talent, it's like unmatched, right? He's, he's the best. amazing. But I think if you did take stuff, it's something with your mental, like you're going to be so much more confident. You'll be able to do more things for sure. So if he did that stuff and that was the, you know, put him over the edge to make him so great. If he doesn't have it, like, even though he's super talented, if your mental's not there, like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's some, you know, questions going into this fight, but I will still put my money on those questions. I think now he's just like, yeah, he's a savage, he's a savage for sure. His, his mental game is second to none. He trained like four days before he just put, Brian Bader, Bader in the baby cradle and submitted him. You're like, Jesus Christ, dude. What's wrong yeah. with this guy? Yeah, I remember watching him back in the old days. He was so, t like, unique. All of his different, like, Everything. creative Everything. Touch, touch the fake, the takedown, yeah. backspin and elbow. Kicks, oblique kicks. He's the one that great. started the, the kick to the knee. Like, mm -hmm. you know, savage. Yep. Started with open finger, poke in the eye. <laughs> right? He does poke a lot. Yeah. He'll poke you in the eye. Who knows if it's accidental, but yeah. What else you got, dude? Oh, uh, Brendan so, yeah, Allen there's a few fights on the weekend. Yeah, Brendan Allen, uh, he's ready for a big test. He submitted Andre Munez, which is insane. Andre's a savant when he comes to the ground, and Brendan Allen looked phenomenal. Same spelling as your name, too. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Tatiana. Tatiana Suarez awesome. looked phenomenal. Listen, same thing. They didn't give her any warm-ups. Montana uh, De La Rosa is no punk. And yeah. She bullied her. And it's at flyweight. You know, she she's uh, uh, lower class than that, weight class-wise. So she went up in weight. She comes down. Her next fight, I'm sure she's going to come down. She's going to be a real problem. She's going to be your champ. As long as she stays injury-free with the neck and the knee, if she can figure that out, she's your champ. Guarantee it. There's nobody else I'd bet on more than Tatiana Suarez. But that's all predicated on her neck and knee. She looked great, though, so I think, yeah. Then our she boy uh, Jordan, Jordan Sweetenlow Levitt. Levitt. Yeah. You know he's <laughs> married with kids? I didn't know that. 
And he dude, had, he had great post fight interviews. We have it here, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but no. So that was one with, where that guy Adam Mentality World, who f- follows all the shows, he's he's the one that asked the question: if this and that, we, how much sugar is in his tank? Or if, I forgot a, what, what the actual it was question funny, was. Though, it was yeah. super funny. Yeah, we laughed. So I, I didn't realize this, but I guess Jordan Levin's been bullied his entire life because he's like he's so different yeah he's so different he's just different here's the thing just because you're flamboyant doesn't mean you're a gay man and even and if, if you are, are who, who gives cares? a shit yeah. i don't <laughs> exactly. give a shit he's a badass yeah badass he has his feet up i know dude the way he dresses i'm a like a big fan i'm a now. fan speech impediments for being awkward for being quiet for being fruity you know for being the first openly gay ufc fighter <laughs> i've been bullied my entire life and being bullied off a of whim does not hurt at all you know it's easy to talk crap when you're looking up at somebody that's his grandpa sue by the way who passed away my last fight isn't me getting teabagged in front of a bunch of drunk degenerates so i'm pretty good pretty damn good i hate losing i'm so glad that the last fight in my mind is going to be this it's going to be a dominant win, an impressive showing for me, if I do say so myself, not to be cocky, but I'm very happy. I'm very impressed with myself. I have a lot of emotions. You know, I, yeah, he's flamboyant. You know what he is? He's a smart guy. That's what he is. He's like that nerdy, like, Big Bang Theory yeah. uh, with some little, little sugar in his tank. <laughs> sugar, <laughs> not meaning, sugar. sugar not meaning like wieners. Sugar meaning he's flamboyant, uh, fashionable, yeah. badass fighter. Yeah, he's great. He's such an entertaining person. I don't know why you'd bully that guy. I mean, I mean yeah. he can also beat anybody who's bullying him up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also during the weekend, um, one championship had the rematch. I know. John Lineker, Fabrizio Andrade. Yeah. Andrade got it done. Dude, he John did, Lineker. He, he looked did good. did work against yeah, John, yeah. And then uh, Daniel Kelly looked phenomenal too. She's a little beast. Mm-hmm. Super beast. And your boy, Todd Duffy. I don't know if you knew this. I knew he was fighting, yeah. but he lost, right? He lost. He, I get, so he beat Philip DeFries before, mm-hmm. but in the DeFries UFC, right? just yeah, jacked him up here in this fight. And Todd grew his hair out, looked cool. It just, <laughs> you know, just didn't get it done. So yeah. bummer. I love Todd. All righty. Um, this is just a little, a little scoop from, remember how, like, Francis Ngannou apparently said it wasn't about the money when his con- you know, he was doing the negotiations for his contract. I guess Ali Abdelaziz kind of let it let it be known that he wanted thirty million for fights in the UFC, and that was one of the things. UFC's like no, yeah. Uh, number of alleged leaked messages sent by MMA manager Ali. Hold on, and was Ali negotiating over for him from his boxing? Hold on. So uh, I revealed that oh, never mind. seeking to make over. So. It sounds like no, he didn't want thirty million from the UFC. That's what I thought at first. He was saying he's gonna make over thirty million for his boxing debut. That's my thing. Uh, I confirmed that UFC and Nagano had failed to reach an agreement, and it was also gonna make him the highest paid heavyweight in MMA history. Uh, but their failure to agree on co-promoting a boxing for uh, Francis led to the talks breaking down. Interesting. Um, what's in- so? I'll tell you right now. What's next for him is Deontay Wilder. Yeah, he doesn't have a fight coming up. He wants to do the fight. Tyson Fury has Usyk. That is no joke. Usyk's Ukrainian. He's fighting for Ukraine. They're obviously under a lot of pressure. Fucking Usyk is a f- monster. Yeah. That's what Tommy Fury. I'm sorry, Tyson Fury needs to focus on. Deontay Wilder. He's down. He's a free agent too. They're, they've. They're, I, 
I've heard on the the grapevine they've already started talking about contracts and stuff. So that's more realistic than anything. That Tyson Fury is a still a distant kind of thing. I do think it happens eventually, depending how Deontay Wilder. Now, if France goes in and gets mollywhopped by Deontay, Tyson's not going to fight him. For what? You know, so I think for France, if he can make that big fuck you, $30 million payday off Deontay Wilder, it's also his best chance to not only look good, but get a win. Because Deontay Wilder fundamentally is not, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, France might have better technique. As far as just straight boxing, Deontay Wilder's boxing, even uh, Ryan Garcia was talking about it. Like his foot's off the ground, the technique's not mm. right, but boy, does he hit hard. Power, yeah. For Francis, sign me up. A 50 50 fight, a 50 50 fight against Deontay Wilder, Francis, Deontay, 50 50 are great odds for Francis. Because France probably 98, 2% against Tyson, 95, 5% against Anthony Joshua, odds of winning, not good. Take the Deontay Wilder fight because you can win that one. You beat Deontay, you knock Deontay out, the world's going to go fucking nuts and you make a jagillion dollars. Then the Tyson Fury fight's right there. Fuck MMA. <laughs> what are we doing? So it wouldn't be the Deontay doing the MMA and the box. It would just be straight the MMA boxing. Right? It'd be straight boxing. We're yeah. boxing. I hate when they try to mix the rules. Stop. I think that was like Deontay's request. Too. Yeah, I know. But then it was weird. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about this last week, huh? There's rumors about Conor McGregor like kicking people off of Tough that actually were on the show that deserved to be there, but kicked them off to replace them with his own guys. I heard Dana or Conor took care of the guys that got kicked off. So that's what Dana White's saying here. Because someone in the uh, the press conference asked him like, "Is it true?" He's like, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's, like he's, "He's coming from you know from Dublin. Like it's hard to get him here, so he can do what he wants to do, and then we'll take care of the guys." Yeah. Basically. So he said, "You're trying to get guys to commit to a coach to do the coaching commitment, especially when you live in Ireland." You know what I mean? Yeah, Connor's going to get some things that he wants. Nobody lost an opportunity here. If, if there were guys that were booked to do that, we'll do something with them. It's not just like, hey, see you later, pal. Good luck to you, you know? Have a good life. We'll figure it out. We'll take care of these guys. So they get UFC contracts, and that's the only reason you go on the show. Yeah. Now, you're not going to have the same bump of a Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler run. I mean, since you actually did the show, if, if that happened to you, how— and you had a contract. Yeah, you'd be like, I'd be furious. Yeah. furious. Especially at that time, the show was big. And mm -hmm. you know, if you did well, you'd get an audience. These guys are banking on that. Yeah. But if he put you on like the contender series, Dan White contender series, fair enough. Better than a kick in the nuts and sent home. Yeah, if you're sent home, that would just be terrible. All right. So we were, <clears throat> well, we had kind of covered that already. The we were talking about Bo Hightower. Hightower. Let me see what he put. So this is what he put here. So this is from uh, at Bo Hightower DN. John Jones should get reparations for his USADA suspension given the science changed and now tests under 100 picograms per milliliters are not positive anymore, which is what John got busted for. Uh, none of his positive tests would be a positive under the current rules. His no contest against DC should be restored to a win. As a win. The problem is, is at that time, it was illegal. Yeah. And by the way, he referenced an article that was like in 2019. So this, he just randomly put this out. And he's homies with John Jones as well. Like he's part of the whole Jackson Wink. Yeah, but he's right. Race. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If it was he's this, right. If it was now. So then John Jones replied. He retweeted it. And I then he replied this with this. I feel officially cleared. There will be no asterisk next to any of my performances. It's good the rest of the world can see what I've known this whole time. My only advantage over my competition has been pure hard work, chin. And he put chin on there. <laughs> I know. Because you're a hater. I'm not a hater. A little bit. Just being real, man. 
Uh, I think it's part of the game. So it's like even those picograms and the guys who look at the list of guys he's fought. I know. Test positive. It's like that. That was the game. That's time. why. That's that's the, the weird game. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Past you think that. everybody's clean now? <laughs> no, I think people have. Hey, Jay, let me ask something. Yeah. You ever seen a French guy as ripped as Cyril Gallant? <laughs> I'm just saying. We're not. You're not saying that he's doing it. But no, I'm it just, just saying. I have some questions. Yeah. You ever seen a French guy with a Godsmack tattoo in the middle of their chest? Who's <laughs> like gigantic, heavy, but yeah. ripped. Yeah. Hard work, man. Hard work. Hard work, dedication. Uh, so we talked about the UFC fight that just happened and Brendan Allen being one of Brendan the Brendan Allen, it worked out for him. Yep, Shining star, raised his profile. Also, the, that card, if Brendan Allen didn't get that finish, that card was awful. Yeah. I was just watching like, Jesus Christ. I actually took a break, watched the movie The Whale, then came back and finished the fight. That's how <laughs> bored I was. Uh, so anyways, Ryan Spann, I guess Krylov, Krylov had to... Uh, he got sick, right? Yeah, he, so he wasn't able to fight. So then Ryan Spann, this is him talking about his emotions after that. I think John Morgan asked him a question. Oh, what a nightmare for a fighter. He goes yeah. to the whole camp the day of. And he's, he's not even like worried about himself. He was, he was more concerned about his coaches putting uh, in all that work, you know? So I'll just play a little bit of it. What's, what's the worst feeling right now? Well, honestly, I wouldn't call it a wasted camp because we weren't training for this specific Yeah, you grow fight. and get We're better. champ camp, and... Uh, the plan was to go back to work Monday either way. Um, so I guess that's what we're going to have to do. So that it isn't wasted. The disappointment comes from me not getting to show off some of the shit that we've been doing. They, my team. I think it's emotional here. Poor guy. Um. They invested a lot of time in me, and uh, yeah, it's tough. I get it. Yeah, so he was more concerned about his coaches, but they're going to reschedule like soon too. That's what Dana said. Mm -hmm. They're just going to reschedule that. I don't know if it's going to be a main event, but still, at least they'll do it. What's this? Oh, this was like a. Yeah, so this guy he got a point taken away from him for biting someone's finger. Damn, he bit somebody. But he said there was no bite. The guy actually, I forgot the freaking oh versus Rafael Alves. So I guess the guy the guy put his finger in his mouth and did this, and he cut his own finger. Uh, but this, they, this guy was trying to spit his finger so out. So either way, it's illegal. Like either way, there's two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. But you can't a you can't fish hook. Yeah. B, you put anything in my mouth. I'm like Andrew Frame from Charlotte <laughs> Shake. My jaws can clench down, Daddy. Yeah. You put him out. But he got a point taken away, but that, luckily he won. He won the fight. Oh, yeah, who yeah. gives a fuck then? As long as you won. If you would have lost because of that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, oh, this is Patty Pimblett. He mentioned how he was really bothered by the fact that Joe Rogan said that he didn't win that fight against Jared Gordon. And then he even said that he, when he watched the fight back, like immediately he thought he won for like no problem. Most people, most he, guys do. Yeah. But when he watched it back, he's like, yeah, I didn't really win this round or that round, but he still, you know, he, it means that much to him to where he wants a rematch with Jared Gordon. I doubt they do it, but let's see. He says, I've watched the fight back and I don't think it was a dominant as I thought it was straight after. If everyone wants to see it again, I don't mind beating him at the end of the year. Hopefully he beats Bobby green. Tough fight for him. Um, then if he wants to fight toward the back end of the year, I'm game. I don't know if the UFC does it. Yeah, I don't know how big that fight is, but yeah. Definitely didn't dominate. Like, he thought he dominated. And yeah. Barstool being like, give him the bonus. Everyone's like, 
Well, hey, we're just glad he got the yeah. fucked up decision. Most, <laughs> most people. And then lost. when Rogan's like, he lost that fight. Game set match. Rogan's, you know, followers, whatever he says, he's he's their lord and savior. If he says anything, they're all, yeah. And so it's gay. When Rogan says you lost, dude, you, you'd much rather have the judges give you a loss and Rogan say you win. That's how powerful he is. Yeah. All right, let's go here. Nate Diaz called out Logan Paul because Logan Paul, I guess, during the middle of the fight with Tyson, or not Tyson, Tommy Fury. And yeah, Jake he was Paul. like, you're a fucking pussy and you're getting tired. <laughs> I'll play it real quick. It's very short, nine seconds. I mean, if you can hear me, you a b- and you gassing out. That's just him being passionate about his brother. Definitely don't put a mic in front of his face. The funniest part about that whole interview, you watch the whole thing. He goes, you know, it's my brother. I love you, man. Yes. And then the reporter goes, I love you. He's like, no, no, not you, dumbass. Don't know your name. name. <laughs> I love you too. I love you too, it bro. So You're funny. all. Yeah. I had that. I had it for TFAT Cable. It's all, yeah. hey, man. It was, <laughs> it was awkward. And then Nate's like, right, there's a, there's a heel and then there's the baby face. And Nate is the baby face when it comes to this because logan and his brother represent a certain kind of fan base right which is you know gimmicky and entertainment and then nate's as real as they get so this is on brand we goes this guy needs his ass beat then if even if you're not an ads fan you're like yeah hell yeah he does preach brother and he says this guy needs his ass beat and who let this spoiled little bitch yell obnoxious shit during the fight yeah to yell that during the fight like jesus christ look at the guy's face in the back (laughs) he's all damn dog his hair's all fucked up that's freaking funny I don't know if that's like, are they trying to plan something for Nate and Logan? I have no. Uh, Nate, idea. but Nate, it's it's a, what Connor does, what Dylan Dance does. They keep like whenever there's a big fight, like they're gonna make sure their names in the yeah. pot. Always, it's brilliant. And they're Nate's always, funny, dude. Yeah, Nate, yeah, Nate, yeah, he does his thing. Uh, this is a quick one. John Jones named his top five fighters, and tell me what you think about this. This is weird. <laughs> he put himself as I think number one. Let us tell you how good you are, John. You don't <laughs> so, tell us. Although if you ask Jordan, he won't, I don't think he'll say it publicly, but you ask Jordan, he'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm the best of all time. I'm not even close. So he's my, t- my top five, I would say myself, Anderson Silva, GSP, Khabib, and Jose Aldo. And this is from MMANews.com. Uh, I mean, I don't have a problem with his list. I'm just like, the, que- <laughs> the question I have is like, Put you, name, first. Yeah, name yourself. No, let us tell you how great you are. Yeah. Don't, don't tell us how great you are. That's a Bruce Lee quote even though Bruce Lee never fought. Still, he has some good knowledge. <laughs> I heard there were some sort of fights. Nope. Alrighty. Nope. Uh, this is John Jones tweeting about Francis Ngannou. I found an interview of Francis talking about how he'll forever be that undisputed champion because no one beat him. Once I saw that, my tone changed. I thought I would tell how I really felt. He did make the right decision. He left before I came back. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah, I do think John beats him. Um, but I think both guys win. I think for John to beat Cyril Ghan and Reign as heavyweight champ is brilliant. I think for Francis to leave and get a Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury fight is brilliant. It worked out for True, both yeah. guys. Uh, this is John. I don't think I deserve any criticism. I'm here. I'm here. Francis had the opportunity to face me, and he opted out of the opportunity for different reasons than fighting you, though, John. Um, if anyone should be criticized, it's Francis. If I'm correct, he was offered the biggest contract in heavyweight history for UFC not biggest contract that he can make more money banking on himself, which yeah, is what he's doing. Saw, yeah. Yes. Um, he trust me. If he's not paying for 30 mil, <laughs> he should get that. Hopefully he gets that. Uh, he didn't believe in himself. 
Friends didn't believe in himself. He wasn't willing to gamble on himself. That doesn't work for me. Fra- Francis left to bank on himself, to gamble on himself. Mm. I, I don't think Francis scared of John Jones. I just think he's like, I honestly don't think he gives a fuck. I think he's like, nah, man, I want to make life-changing money over here. The UFC, I can make great money, but I'm going to have to fight John, Stipe, Aspinall. It's a tough fucking road. And I can make great money, but not fuck you money. If I just get one of these big fish, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury to jump on board, I don't have to do shit. And then I could do that. UFC wants to play hardball, not co-promote. I can do that and then jump back on over it. Like how much bigger of a fight between John Jones and Francis would it be if Francis goes out there, knocks Deontay Wilder the fuck out, and he goes, UFC, what's up now? A, he gets paid what he thinks he deserves, not 30 mil, not even close, but he will make great, a lot more money. And also that Mac to the fight. So if John goes out there, Molly Wops, Cyril gone. Francis goes out, you know, neck, mid, middle this year, late uh, fourth quarter, or I'm sorry, early fourth quarter this year, knocks out Deontay Wilder. And then they renegotiate a contract. And awesome. then you get the fight for official baddest man on the planet. Because then it's like, maybe Francis is the baddest man on the planet. He just knocked out Deontay Wilder in boxing, and John just beat Cyril Gunn. That fight, dude, biggest of all time. Yeah. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, we talked to, we talked about this on Fight Companion, but so you know, there's a there's apparently a script for the Jake Paul. When the hate doesn't fight. work, they start to tell lies. And in the script is like a whole thing with whatever. I saw that bullshit yeah, script. But at the end of the script, basically Jake Paul wins. Yeah. So there's a pretty obvious reason, like people should not believe in this stupid conspiracy. No, you got like two, and Mike Perry posted, I got like two million views. It's so stupid. You know, people are just sheeps, man. They just hate, like, they hate that Jake's doing this. And he's stepping outside the box and he's risking his, you know, his, yeah. his, you know, his career and he's risking his, his everything. Yeah. People hate that. It triggers people. So, like, this has to be fake. You know? Yeah. Anyways, this is proven wrong, obviously. Um, oh, this is okay. Speaking of fake. <laughs> I saw this interview with Rampage, and this is on, hold on, Chris Van Vliet, his channel. I'll play real quick. Fake fights in MMA. I know that. In UFC? No, never. I never Not in UFC. Fight in UFC. Not a chance. Pride? He's yeah. talking about pride. Yeah. yeah. Make money on the money? It's line? just entertainment. Pride was all about entertainment. A lot of those Japanese fighters, they were pro wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. So some of those fights was, was fake, right? And I've seen I've seen people, uh, I've seen them hit each other for real, but it's a fake fight. I've seen it. And fighters, like, we, we're a different breed. Like, people don't understand this. Say me and you, me and you fight, and you, and, you te- and you say, listen, Rampage, I'm going to give you 10 million to take a dive. You got to look good, though. I got to really hit you. I get hit all the time, okay? And then you know that you're going to hit me. I know that you're going to hit me, but you know you're going to knock me the fuck out. See, I'm thinking I'm just going to get hit, then I got to fall down. Boxers do this all the time. I know that there's been. They put that clip of Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, which just I don't a straight know. up. Fucking yeah, I don't know what the hell they're doing there, but um, yeah. So I atomic bomb to the face. We've heard from before, like Pride FC does a lot of shady stuff. Pride back did. in the day, yeah, yeah one hundred percent. UFC is not faking any. No. Fucking Why would they facet? risk it? Yeah. No, it's so stupid. Uh, we kind of knew this already, but Hamzat's, Hamzat's coach says he's gonna that his next fight's gonna be Whitaker middle, middleweight. <laughs> Whitaker, give me yeah. Hamza Whitaker. That thing makes my dick so frosty. If it's Hamza Whitaker, oh my god! Have you seen how Whitaker shrimp on the Barbie, <laughs> dude? And by Barbie, I mean this giant dick. 
Hamzat Whitaker is the fucking fight of the ages. Yeah. Hamzat's so fucking scary. He is. And then even Whitaker was like, just when they asked him about the fight, you can even see in his eyes. Like, they, he was like, like, I mean, yeah. I'll take fuck, it, yeah. Fuck yeah. He was, before he's like, out. he's so huge. He's yeah. like crazy yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody want I no. I think, hot take, I think Hamzat's the scariest fighter to ever compete in the UFC. Hands down. Why can't he I'm get a fight? Think, yeah. Why can't he get a name on the last guy in two weight divisions who can't book a fight? Name one. <laughs> like straight up can't book a fight. Where under the radar, which I know for a fact is happening, they're like, mm-mm. Unheard. I've never heard of that happening. Ever. Ever. I know guys where they want a title shot now from a contender, like, no, 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 give me the title shot. Not because they're scared, because they just want the title shot. Mm. I've never heard of anybody in top five turning down another man ever. It's insane. Yeah. Hamza Check out the balls on Gilbert Burns. I know. He went from all the way to Gilbert. big fucking acai balls. <laughs> Ain't nobody want that. You don't want them problems. Think about his last fight. They had to switch the guy on a day's notice to take the Kevin Holland. So much of a badass Kevin Holland is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the only guy that I, I remember being scary, but not because he was in a... a Bador? No, no. Uh, Husamar Polaris, because he would not oh, stop. Yeah. He'd he would rip not your stop. fucking yeah, ankle yeah. off? That's the only person I could think so he of. He fought Nate Marquardt, my boy, the, Nate the Great. And freaking Alan Belcher. Nate, once you know, he not gay Marquardt, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy. That was disappointing. Boy, that was so disappointing. Yeah. That's my guy. I was all... I oh, know. man. He doubled, Nate, tripled off down. on this, bro. Yeah. That was tough. Uh, so Dana White, in this article, MMA Mania, Dana White's open to Islam Makhachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky, the rematch. But, but he, they both have to win their next fights. Yeah, yeah. So And he he wants, he says Yair has to get the opportunity. Yeah. So once Yair wins, or I'm sorry, once Yair fights and whoever the winner is, then the Ain't nobody beating Volkanovsky at that weight class. Not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Not happening. He's a badass for sure. Uh, so Curtis Blades, he, our boy he, Curtis, yeah, he's been just asking. Keeps doing for the it. damn thing. He wanted Sergey Pavlovich, who's the, one of the scariest guys in the heavyweight. The right Russian now. cat just fucking everybody yep. up, and he's got him for April twenty second. And, that's and the they're headlining. Event. Yep, headline UFC fight night April twenty second. Yep. It, oh, that same night as uh, our boy Ryan Garcia. Oh shit! Yeah, but I'm sure the times will be fine. But yeah, right? yeah, Ryan will fight probably after they fight. Yeah, UFC's good about that. Yeah. Um. Quick one here. So the whole Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Aljamain confirmed that they're going to fight. I think he confirmed on this date. Hold on. Yeah, May 6th. It's not, they're not signed yet, whatever, but uh, Aljamain confirmed. So most likely it's going to happen, him, yeah. him and Henry Cejudo. And then Sean O'Malley is obviously who they want for the backup, but Sean O'Malley says like, He's going to turn it down because I'm rich as he's fuck. rich as fuck. And also, he doesn't want to go through all that crap just to make sure. You know, just cutting I mean, all that it's weight. On, it's on brand for sugar, right? Like, everyone knows the kid's making money. Mm-hmm. But take it from your boy. I used to joke around all the time. I'm rich as fuck. People don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was joking around. He did I'm joking, joking around. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I know. then eventually it becomes this thing. Yeah, people should just <laughs> realize yeah. you're a comedian. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no free passes here. Yeah, man. whatever. Uh, he goes, this leaves me in a little position. You know, uh, do I want to be a backup fighter? I could be technically if I wanted to be for this amount of money. Do I need that amount of money? Not really. 
I'm rich as fuck. Weird flex. No, I'm kidding. But it's just like weight cuts are hard, dude. They're very, I mean, I'm almost thinking right now, we're so far out, it's still tricky to say. I might just do a full fight camp, pretty much spar, diet, get to fight week, and then decide. Well, then you would do it, right? If he, I'm sure if he feels like he's good, then those weight cuts, though, especially it. for him, it's a, it is so light yeah. and it, it, it fucks with your body. So is it worth it? At, I don't know what they're offering money wise, but the chance you find to also is not good. Yeah. But man, is that an opportunity because Aljamain's been, you know, on and off with his injuries. Henry Sue has been out Coming a while. Back, like yeah. the probability of you fighting is better than most fights. Uh, this reminds me. So I remember you tried to cut to light heavyweight at mm-hmm. one point, right? I get on 222. 222. So do you remember how your strength was and, and your cardio and all that I, stuff? My was cardio like? was f- fucking sick with it. I always wow. had good cardio. And then I cut weight. I could just, I just trained nonstop, nonstop. Wow. Wasn't that tough for me at all. But those guys are different. Like I'm also coming from a heavyweight down to 205. For Sean, he's thin already. So he's cutting, yeah, he's, so he's getting to like the straight nutrients. I could use a little weight cut. Right? <laughs> I was thinking more of the whole John Jones going up and mm-hmm. going down. That's why I asked you yeah. that question about that's the other thing. Some guys just look better because they're not depleting their body of nutrients and stuff. So John could look technically better. Mm. But we've seen guys like, you know, Luke Rockhold goes up and they look really slow. I don't think John's doing that, especially he's done it the right way. He's had time to do it. It's not like this random, like, Inclination, no, years, just, yeah. yeah, it's three years yeah. in the making. So I think it'll be all right. Do you remember your strength though when you were down at two? Yeah, I felt good. Wow, that is cool. Uh, this is a about announcement: Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. Love that fight. Yeah, that's May thirteenth. Dern needs to win. And then also Edmund Shabazian versus Anthony Hernandez. And I, I had to go look back at their records. So Shabazian won his last one. Yep, and last so one, did last uh, one. Hernandez won too, right? Hernandez won three in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Great fight. Yeah. And then, oh, so remember. You hope Shabazzian figures it out. He's such a stud. It seems like he is starting to figure it out yeah. now. Uh, so William Knight, remember the the gigantic buff? Two jacked. Dude, yeah. Crazy jacked. Um, Body like Tarzan, mine like Jane, right? <laughs> for that fight. For that fight. Yeah, for that one fight that he had. So yeah. apparently he's, re- he's removed from the roster. So in this article, they're saying that he was cut, but you, their contracts were up anyways. So they they could potentially negotiate another contract, but for now he's not part of the UFC anymore. Him That's and Jordan Wright is he gonna go into bodybuilding? He's jacked, so jacked. Look at that ad on the right. Healthy, real hydration, <laughs> and so was the same. Emphasis on healthy, and it's just this. I know, <laughs> thick girl, not like fun thick. That's insane. That is That's insane, and the, the pose is the same yeah. too. G fit. Check out this fat chick. <laughs> okay, I was even trying to rap there. Uh, this is Chris Curtis. Uh, getting upset. He's about, a good follow. Hmm? He's a good follow. Curtis so, is a good follow. He's going to fight Gaslam, but uh, he was upset that he was not on the main card, and he's talking He's basically talking smack on Raul Roses Jr., who's the, the next big thing. That's how it goes, though, right? So is Curtis the action man? Does he deserve to be ahead of him? 100%. And the kid's 18. But... The UFC's it's the bottom line. Like yeah. more people want to tune and see this young kid. The UFC's like, sorry, dude. Him, yeah. yeah. It sucks. Yeah. The pecking order's all disaligned. And it's, you know, uh Twitter followers and TikTok and Nintendo gloves, you know. But the thing that was kind of odd here is like he calls it bounce from the main card for see, a child. Not it is a child. Uh not gonna lie, that bout order is completely fucked. One of the best cards of the year, and I get bounced from the main card for a child. 
I fought on short notice, have taken on whoever and gone four and one to get ranked, and I got bounced for a kid with one fight. Yeah, I'm salty as fuck. He should be. <laughs> Let me see the rest of the card. Mm-hmm. Who else could they bounce? You're not going to bounce Holland. You're not going to bounce Font. No. And Yanez. Yon- no. Adrian Yanez. Oh, yeah. Yanez has champion written all over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can see why the UFC did it. I mean, but also, it's not a terrible thing to be on the prelims. You look who else is on there. Barnett, too, man. But our boy, the thick boy himself, Beast Boy Barnett's on there against Chase Sherman. Michelle Watterson, ever heard of her? Mm-hmm. Dime Peace fighter. You got uh, Michael Chiesa versus Lee, the Gene leech. Lee, yep. And then you got Kel- Kelvin Gaslam. That's a great prelim. That's, a, <laughs> that's the best prelim I've ever heard of. <laughs> I don't, he's, and he's main eventing that. They have uh, Mershart, Calvillo's on there. This card's this stacked. Card, that's yeah. the problem. Why does that bottom one look like a mugshot of Hughes? See the very bottom right? That's a mugshot. Can we can we get a <laughs> fucking fighter profile? It's a mugshot. Oh my gosh. That card is tasty, yeah, Daddy. It's God. A card. Dog. That's better than UFC 285. My God. Definitely stacked. My lordy lord. Font Yana's definitely fight of the night. Oh, I can't wait for Ooh, that one. That's a good fight. Yeah. Shout out to Adrian. Yeah, that's our boy. Hell yeah. This is uh, King of Velasquez. You know he's been, I guess he's on, I don't know what it's called, just some sort of release parole. right now, parole. I guess bail, like posted bail, so he's probably on parole, right? So he's been training at AKA, teaching people there as well, and then uh, he just posted this recently. He put, I am back on social media, and I would like to thank everyone for your words of inspiration. Thank you for lifting my family and I through the difficulties of life's darkest times. Boy, those times are dark for him right Super now. Super dark. These difficult times will pass and will forever influence us, but nothing will ever break our spirits. Uh, I love and appreciate you all. Forever growth in a direction for the better. That was nice to see. Yeah, thank God he's at least on parole. Mm-hmm. Also, the whole thing with Islam Makachev and the IV stuff or whatever. So I guess this is from the Fight Mafia. He was apparently the, the most tested fighter in the UFC in 2022. Oh, wait, hold on. Up the other. In 2023? I think it might be well, 2022 I think tw- carrying over. I think, well, 2023. So the start of 2023. But so the fight was in February. Mm-hmm. He's been tested eight times. Most of okay. UFC fighter. Here's the thing. Back to that quote. Once the hate doesn't work, they tell <laughs> lies. So that IV, right? These people were so upset that Volkanovski didn't win. I thought he won the fight. But oh, whatever. I'm not going to make shit up. I get how you can give it to Mark Jeff. Not a big deal. All good. Well, he used an IV. That's not true. Unless we have like actual proof, then it's kind of tough to say that. Even yeah. if it's true, with, under the rules, he was allowed to. Okay. No, no, no. So in Australian commission, remember they're, they oh, that's right. To, yeah, okay. Not to. Well, maybe. but who knows what happened? Maybe I don't know. Did, yeah. There's no definitive proof, so you can't prove someone wrong if you, you have. Beat no them proof. in five rounds. Everyone needs to get over it. I'm salty too. What the fuck is this? Is from the same thing. I just saw this. I thought it was funny. So this is Lana Rhodes. You know she was dating that. Uh, Mike I'm very guy. familiar with her, dude. <laughs> what about her? So I don't know when this was taken, but it says she so she goes taking applications for my 2022 roster, and then Dylan Dennis. I don't know how real this is. I just saw this on. She put application denied. denied. <laughs> so I thought that was yeah. She's kind of funny. super baddie. Yeah, and I think this is the last one. I saw this. So basically, Hakkasan Nightclub in Las Vegas, this is going to be John Jones's after party. Saturday, March 4th. I just feel like, oh, <laughs> how crazy. Oh, this is what, is this the plot of hey, dude, Is this the script for Hangover 4, Daddy? I know, dude. This thing's going to be litty like a ditty. 
Bro, little booger sugar celebration three year Dude. layoff, some strippers. If he wins, he oh wins. Some Bentleys. Dude, that <laughs> the Vegas would be fucking lit. Yeah. I don't know why this made He's me. He's gonna be like this. the Joker hanging out the window. Just like, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah. Hopefully that everything's it? cool though. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have. All right, kids. Well, Freaking enjoy UFC 285 this weekend. You've earned it, man. If you got through that last fight card and you got through some other bullshit in the pre-card for the Jake Paul, uh, Tommy Fury fight, you've earned this one, fam. So you have UFC 285, which is stacked to the freaking gills. You have John Jones, Cyril Gaon, Shevchenko, Alexa Grasso. You have Neil, Shavkat, the rat, man. You got Gamrot, Jalen Turner, Bo Nickel, Jamie Pickett, about to get annihilated. You got Cody Garbrandt. Derek Brunson, Duplices, Trevin Jones, Julian Marquez, Ian Gary, Jessica Pena. Man, this thing is stacked, fam. So enjoy your fights. Come watch it with the crew. Special Cobas Fight Campaign, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, live on Thick Boy YouTube. We have from Bustin' with the Bros, the more handsome one. His name's Will Compton. Look him up. He's the man. You also have Jelly Roll. Ever heard of him? Number one song in country. Kind of a big deal. Big man, big heart, big lover, big hugs. You got Rampage Jackson, MVP of Companion so far, and myself. That's going down live, 7 p.m. Pacific, Thick Boy YouTube. Brea is this Friday. Brea Improv, two shows, almost sold out. Let's sell these bitches out. Brea Improv, this mother trucking Friday. Your boy, it's a tour day. It's not a shopping, friends, but I'll have some special guests there. It's, uh, yep, it's the Ohi Thick Tours coming to Brea, California this Friday. And then next week, Oklahoma City. That is March 9th through the 11th. Bricktown Comedy Club, one of my favorites. Uh, definitely won't go to the, uh, the bomb site. That bummed me out last time. But Oklahoma City, Oklahoma is Bricktown Comedy Club, March 9th through the 11th. Then I end March in Tacoma, Washington, March 23rd through 25th. Tickets for my Europe UK tour. Chin may or may not be there. We're trying to figure it out, but it starts in Belfast. Belfast, June 15th. Glasgow, June 17th. Manchester, June 18th. London, June 22nd. Cardiff, June 23rd. Then I end in my favorite place I've ever done stand up, Dublin, Ireland, June 25th. One show in each freaking city. It's a theater tour, baby. Get your tickets right now. London's almost sold out, I think. Get your t- tickets right now at thickboy.com. All right? Enjoy the fights. The fight campaign for Tommy Fury. Jake Paul is available right now on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, uh, and YouTube if you want to watch it. That's with the one and only Ryan Garcia, who's a huge fight coming up April 22nd against Javante Tank Davis. You have Harry Mandel on there and also Adam Ray. It's a fun one. Go watch it. Go listen to it right now. It's available for you guys. Also, my boy, Little Brows and Austin just dropped their new album. It's their first collab album ever together. I think it's called Late to the Party. It's on Spotify right now and iTunes. It is pure fire. You've heard me bump their music. They have that song, uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of other music on there. These guys are crushing it. Go get it right now. It's available on iTunes and Spotify. It's already over a million streams on Spotify alone. They're crushing it. So go download that if you need some new tunes for this week. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. Be nice to each other. Stay safe. Love you guys. Till next time. See you Saturday at the Fight Campaign live on YouTube. And then I'll see you, Brea, this Friday. Two shows. I'm out.